You're listening to the Turk, Megan, and Amateur Alex podcast. And hear them live weekday mornings on 101.3 Virgin Radio. Okay, this question got me thinking this morning. Uh, Megan, and, uh, Megan and Alex had asked me this off the radio, <laughs> and it's been just like on my mind now. I haven't answered it yet because I don't know how to. Is it because you're hungry? Well, no. I mean, it's just kind of a tough question to think about, I guess. For those of you just joining the show, the question that was asked to me is if you could pick one sandwich for the rest of your life, what sandwich would that be? Megan and I are going with BLTs. Yeah, I'm going to go with BLT, but listen, now that we're thinking about like the rest of my life, I kind of almost want to say pulled pork, but then I'm like, that's so heavy. I think I could go with, I'm going to go with BLT. I See, love chicken sandwiches as well. Uh, the pulled pork, I, I always stay away from the pulled pork. I know it's a favorite. I know a lot of people would disagree with me, but Coleslaw. Like, pork is just not really good for the body. Like I always just avoid pork for that reason as much as possible, except for like ribs. When someone throws some ribs at me, I get at it. But usually por- <laughs> pulled pork sandwiches, I always kind of walk away. So oh, that's my it. God. I eat so much pork, but I don't eat ribs. Uh, BLTs. Here's the thing about BLTs. I love them, but I find like most places don't put enough bacon on them. So therefore, I never order them. I you love them. You definitely need a lot of bacon. Yeah, like if I make a homemade BLT, A1. But if I'm talking about BLTs from other places, I typically avoid them because I don't find that there's enough bacon on it. So No, you get yeah. to make your own. You make your own favorite Ooh, yeah. sandwich. That's Let's the thing. Talk. It's, it's a sandwich you make at home, I guess. Yes. Oh, man, you know, like for some reason, the grilled cheese is popping in my head. What? Mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. grilled cheese is there. Like, And if I get to make it, I can like dress it up with like some caramelized onions, yeah. some like Gouda cheese. Oh, yeah. You know, like, I mean, I don't know. Like the, the grilled cheese is a favorite, a fan favorite favorite mm. and talk to me tell me more about this sandwich team you know what <laughs> team turk is gonna go with uh grilled cheese and if we get to make it ourselves then i could dress it up a bit like i could add a little caramelized onion to my gouda cheese i could even add a little meat in there if i want some bacon right or is that getting too fancy yeah i think that's a bit much okay well, then where do we, this is such a weird this is such a gray area conversation that i don't know i'm because i'm adding cheddar to my blt that's what i want that's my favorite i want a blt with cheddar there's no cheese it. on the blt you just put onions on your grilled cheese that's what i i'm asking questions though you're the one who created the question i'm asking what i can and cannot do that so. is interesting does it have to be just a basic sandwich it's gonna, so mine is going to be a Gouda grill, like a, a heavy, like lots of cheese. Gouda grilled cheese on sourdough toasted with butter. Okay, relax. Nice. You guys, you think I know what the question is here now that we've discovered this stuff. Alex and I are saying BLTs. You're saying grilled cheese. We can dress them however we want. I think the question now is then grilled cheese versus BLTs. Well, no, we got to find out what the other people are saying, too. We gotta, <laughs> somebody could throw in a meatball sandwich and just sway Alex real quick. I know. <laughs> I know Alex, he could get he could be like meatball sandwich. I didn't even think about that. Some meatballs are delicious. <laughs> Best sandwich in the world. Just a good question for you to think about right now. Like if you were only gonna be able to have one type of sandwich forever, what would it be? For some reason, the bologna sandwich is jumping in my head too. Yo, I think ah. people are thinking we're picking some pretty weak sandwiches. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I, I know at the end of the day you think bologna's weak, but a bologna I love it. It's a good classic comfort sandwich. Like you slap Mustard. some lettuce. Tomato, cheese, Mustard. mayo, pickles, and bologna. Oh, toast the bread. Good old mayo. I'm sticking with the grilled cheese, though. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody said a tomato sugar sandwich. What the fuck? What does that mean? What, what does that mean? What? That's all I want to say is what the fuck? Maybe it's like I... when you put some sugar on strawberries. 
A tomato and sugar salt see, listen, my tomato. I'll tell you something really good though. You take uh you take some bagel, like a plain bagel, you toast that up, you slap some mayo on that, put tomato slices on it, and sprinkle salt. Salt around the tomato. That's actually a really good sandwich. Like a mayo tomato sandwich is actually delicious. It's a tomato sandwich. But a tomato sugar, I've never seen a tomato <laughs> sugar sandwich. I've never seen somebody put the Sugar on a tomato sandwich. Did someone <laughs> just say mac and cheese loaf? Is that that freaking bologna with the cheese in it? Is that a sandwich? I don't know, Yo, but is that what that is? Slow down, person. Mac and cheese loaf. That sounds like dinner. <laughs> that doesn't sound like, like a lunch that. sandwich. I know. Wait, when is a mac and cheese loaf? It's a mix of meatloaf and mac and cheese. So far, none of our sandwiches, people are not agreeing with our sandwiches. So Team Megan and Alex are BLTs. Team Turk is a grilled cheese, but like, you know, a good one, like Gouda grilled cheese. And so remember, it's a club sandwich. That's similar to Alex and I. I could do a good club sandwich. Remember, this oh, is yeah. going to be the sandwich you have for the rest of your life. This is a tough question to think about. Virgin Mornings with Turk, Megan, and Amateur Alex. The podcast. Listen live weekday mornings on 101.3 Virgin Radio. Okay, so I want you to think about the worst thing a guest can do when they come to your house. I've got a list of like 10 things that hit the list based on a survey and the average answer. So I, I want you to think about the top thing you think could be the worst thing somebody does does when they come to your house. Blowing up the toilet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? Well, I mean, what if they got to go? What if... <laughs> hey, I, I wouldn't judge them, but man, that's an awful situation. <laughs> <laughs> Alex is like, excuse me, uh, what are you doing in there? One or two? <laughs> okay, you got to go. Get your stuff. You got to go. Get out. <laughs> okay, so we're going to start backwards. We're going to go 10 to 1. Uh, so number 10 on the list, showing up, then asking to stay the night. Showing up. Um, I mean, it depends who it is. Yeah, your best friend, no problem. Number nine on the list, not taking the hint, it's time to leave. Um, yeah, that kind of sucks. Again, it depends who it is. I don't think it really matters who it is. Well, I don't know. If it's like if when it's, it's best time friend, to leave, you got to go. <laughs> you got you to pick up on the hints. You got to go. What are the hints? Well, the hints are the conversation kind of starts to plateau out. Start to get yeah. a little more quiet. You guys aren't saying as much. Awkward feels start to come out. Maybe it's bedtime. Maybe it's dinner time. Look what's happening around the household. If a partner comes home and they're not quite excited to get involved in conversation, those are all hints. Maybe people are yawning. Number eight kind of like makes me think about like a pet peeve in the vehicle, but it's uh, changing channels on the TV without asking. <laughs> That's number eight. Number seven, openly passing gas in the house. Oh, God. Alex, you said you hate when people blow up your bathroom like a number two, so... Actually, that, that kind of ties into number seven. I, I didn't see this part, but number seven is openly passing gas. Nobody likes that. But then it says one in four people believe that if you're only at their house, like if you're visiting just for a few hours, you shouldn't be using the bathroom for anything other than peeing. I agree with that, really. You never know too. what happens in that situation. It could come upon you. Okay, uh, we'll just go through number six real quickly, and then we'll go into music. We'll come back with the top five. Number six is walking in the front door without knocking. We'll be back. Okay, we'll go ahead and wrap up the top five here. Uh, these are things that annoy the hell out of people when they have guests come to their house. Welcome to the show, 101.3 Virgin Radio. So once again, this is the top five. Uh, at number five, going through your medicine cabinet. That is pretty what? sneaky. Right? Mind your business. 
Get out my drugs. <laughs> <laughs> Number four, showing up with a dog and not asking first. Oh, wow. I hate, I have family on PEI that does this all the time and it just makes my parents wild. What's wrong with the doggies? What do you um, mean? Let someone know if you're bringing your dog though. I'm a, I'm a big dog lover. So for me, I wouldn't mind. Um, I personally have dogs. I wouldn't take my dog if I didn't know that the well, exactly. homeowner accept the dogs. But if you showed up to my house, I would never question it. Like we, we have dogs running through our house all the time. Um, where were we at? Number that was number four. Uh, number three, going upstairs or into like the person's bedroom without asking. That's yeah, really weird too. That's, That's kind of like the medicine cabinet. It's, it's like, like what yeah. are you doing in there? You got to stay on the level that you were invited to. Like again, <laughs> unless this is a best friend situation, that's bizarre. Yeah, stairs are starting to take you to like private quarters. Stay <laughs> on the stairs. Yeah. Uh, number two, putting your feet up on the couch. With shoes, obviously, that's a big no-no. Uh, keep your feet off the tables as well. That was number one for my grandmother. And then uh, your greasy hands. Like, if you're eating chips and stuff like that, like touching touching the couch and stuff like that, that came in at number one. Touching oh. couch and furniture and stuff with greasy hands. You shouldn't even do that at your own house. I always tell my son, I'm like, yo, wipe your little paws. Yeah, I, wipe, I wipe my hands on the couch. Like, oh, got to get all all the cheesy crust from Cheetos. Where, where you think that's going on the couch? <laughs> no, don't. <laughs> It's Virgin Radio. Good morning. Morning, y'all. You're talking about pet peeves when friends and shit come over. Oh, my bad. Yeah, no worries. Uh, worst thing uh, guests can do when they come to your home? For me, it's a snooper. They're always in the wrong bedroom or they're going through your drawers. Or For me, Alex, I call them the pooper snoopers. <laughs> Explain to us a pooper snooper. They pretend like they're taking the poop, and then you go in your bathroom, and your toothbrush is change around, and they went through your drawers and all that. Yeah, that so that that just all around terrible. That came in at number five, <laughs> going through your medicine cabinet. Thank you so much for the call this morning. Appreciate it. Take it easy. Someone's having a poop and then snooping. God, double whammy. That's a double whammer. Yeah. They came in there, blew up your bathroom, and stole your drugs. <laughs> Virgin Mornings with Turk, Megan, and Amateur Alex. The podcast. Listen live weekday mornings on 101.3 Virgin Radio. Some people may argue that Seinfeld is a better show than Friends, but I think at the end of the day, I feel like the majority of people would put Friends and Seinfeld up there in the top one and two. Yes. Mm-hmm. I would. Somebody texted the show and said, I've never seen an episode of Seinfeld because I'll never cheat on friends. Yo, they're totally different <laughs> shows. It's fine. You can do that. Uh, Seinfeld's a great show. If you've never seen an episode, I do recommend you watching a bit. So clever. I think you're going to get caught up. Nine seasons of a lot of fun smiles and all for you to get caught into. And again, it's nine seasons, so that's a lot of show to binge watch. But anyways, just a few minutes ago, I asked the question, how many women do you think Jerry Seinfeld dated in the entire nine seasons of Seinfeld? Yeah, I guessed 120 uh, based on 180 episodes, and he had so many women in the show, it seemed. Yeah, see, I I, I tried to strategically do, like, a, a guesstimation of, like, try to do some quick math in my head. Anyways, I landed on 97. Okay, some people said 38, 36, 52. Uh, the actual answer, the amount of women that Jerry Seinfeld dated in the show would have been 66. Oh, wow. Whoa. Okay. Okay. None of them worked out. (laughs) Good morning, Virgin Radio. Hey, I just wanted to say uh, she had man hands. (laughs) (laughs) That's how I feel every time I don't have my nails done. Always. What do you, uh, what show do you think is better? Seinfeld or Friends? For for me personally, I enjoyed both shows, but uh, Friends is definitely, or 
not friends. Sorry, Seinfeld's definitely where it's at for me. Seinfeld. Okay, thank I you so like much I for the call. I feel like I lean that way too. Cheers, buddy. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Uh, so, anyways, uh, we were talking about celebrities, and then I came across a couple of other fun facts. Uh, you know, Justin Timberlake. He's uh, like I think a lot of people know this. He's the person who sung the jingle for McDonald's. Uh, the ba ba ba. I'm loving it. Not like the stuff. original. He just has like a version. Of no, it. he wrote the original. Yeah, it's the original. He sold it for. I, I think he sold it to McDonald's for like ten million dollars. He's the original it's writer. That new? What do you mean? No, he he wrote that way long time ago. Yeah. Yeah, but Isn't like. It like- 20 years old I think he now? was yeah I think he wow. was still with uh Insync when he wrote that I think. Wow, I didn't know. And I think he sold it for 10 million dollars. But uh here's another one I came across I wanted to share with you. Barry Manilow wrote mm-hmm. the jingle for State Farm. Uh wow. State Farm Insurance, like yeah. a good neighbor, State Farm State is there. Is there. <laughs> yeah. And Barry Manilow also wrote the jingle for Band-Aid. I'm stuck on Band-Aid brands cuz Band-Aid stuck on me. Wow. You know what shocks me about Barry Manilow? He has a song called I Write the Songs, and he didn't write it. (laughs) (laughs) This is the Virgin Mornings Podcast with Turk, Megan, and Amateur Alex. Also heard live on 101.3 Virgin Radio. Okay, so this is a pretty cool idea. At least I think it is. It sounds cool. What is it? Wearing a wristband when you go out and about, and these wristbands will be different colors and will allow people to understand whether you want to be touched or not. So, like, if you have a green wristband, apparently people could see the green wristband and say, oh, okay, this person is okay with handshakes and hugs. And if they have a red one, it means no, totally not okay with it. Stay six feet back. And then a yellow one means that you're okay to come in close enough to do, like, an elbow or fist bump or something like that. Interesting. No, I don't think so. I think that they, you can get these messages across with so just basic communication. And, like, don't be running up to strangers and jumping on them anyways. No, I mean, this wouldn't be for, uh, like, jumping up on random strangers or anything like that. But, like, if you're out in the office, you're at a banquet, downtown, maybe in a workplace, you know, where you're, you're surrounded by a bunch of other people and you don't necessarily understand what everybody likes, you know? Restrictions are loosening up a bit. Um, but, yeah, like, if you see a green... A green wristband, you have a green wristband, then you know that you could shake this person's hand without having to ask or have that awkward conversation. I think I it's unnecessary. Think it's, you ever seen those green light, red light, green light parties? Um, no, like I don't remember. I know what they are, but anyways, I just think it's unnecessary. Honestly, I think it's a great idea. And you don't have to get the wristbands. It's not like it would be a mandate. It's just a choice for you to be able to let people know just by the color of your wristband whether you want to be touched or you want them in your bubble or not. Uh, good morning. Welcome to the show. What do you think? You can do elbow shit, not no shaking hands. I don't want no handshake. You give me elbows for now. Do you want hand- handshakes gone for life? No, no. I say when everything cools out. So just red bracelets. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's, that's what I'm talking about. That's what you're talking about. I love it. Thank you so much for the call this morning. <laughs> okay. All right, cheers. Good morning, Virgin Radio. Welcome to the show. How are you? Not too bad. Just wondering if you guys are still talking about, the, you know, like the travel and all that. Yeah, sure. Let's chat about it. So it's my understanding, and this is just what I heard on the news today, but like I said, if anybody can correct me, uh, please do. But from my understanding, when the borders do open up, the U.S. border and you know other countries coming to Canada, it's my understanding that uh, Justin Trudeau said we are going to be looking for documentation from other people coming into this country showing that they have been vaccinated to protect the Canadian people. That's my understanding. Right, you know, that it's your, your, your right is our right, you know, it's my right to do this, it's my right to do that. Guess what? Travel is a privilege. It's not a right. Well, I mean, the, and the other thing, too, is like I said, uh, when it comes to all these different countries, like hypothetically, let's say Canada never, never even, they let, they let anybody in without a COVID vaccine, right? Let's just say hypothetically they were going to go that route. 
doesn't mean that the United States or Europe and everywhere, everywhere else around the world is going to do the same thing. So if you want to travel to their exactly. country, you have to abide by what they want, right? So if it's a vaccine passport, that's what you got to do to travel. I agree. Appreciate the call this morning, buddy. Love it. Thanks. Cheers. And Virgin Radio, good morning. Well, for the wristband, I think it's a great idea. And people who don't think it's a great idea, they just don't have to wear one. <laughs> yeah, you're, it wouldn't. It wouldn't hurt. It wouldn't hurt at all. Like if some yeah. people decide not to wear, and some people decide to wear. Like yeah. if I if I saw a green bracelet, I'd be like, oh, that person's good with a hug. <laughs> right. No, and I'm a very huggy person, so you know I can't wait to the time that I can hug somebody. And about the passports, it's all about respect. If if you don't want to get a passport, um, if if I'm vaccinated. And it's my choice. You're not vaccinated. That's your choice. Mm-hmm. But I want to be feel safe when I'm traveling. You know, it's it's all about choices. And it's just like smoking. You can't smoke everywhere you want. And I'd rather people don't smoke around me. You know, there's going to be kind of rules in place. It's the same thing when smoking vans came into place. You know, everybody used to smoke everywhere. That's but right. It wasn't fair to the people who didn't. Not everybody feels that way, but that's okay. That's right. And so you're all for the... Uh... The vaccine passport, I'm assuming, then? For sure. This is the Virgin Mornings Podcast with Turk, Megan, and Amateur Alex. Also heard live on 101.3 Virgin Radio.